You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage. Heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM740. Buckle up, everyone. It's time to get this show on the road. Time for Dave's Corner Garage, your Saturday morning joyride on Zoomer Radio. All right, Al, hit it. Good morning, everybody. This is Saturday, and uh, we're at this is Dave's Corner Garage. We've got Brian Max on the phone with us. We are all not century located, but at our own little places of work or business. We've got Brian on the phone. Brian, how are you today? I'm doing great, Al. It is. Uh, it's still lovely to be working out of my home office. I really like it here. Where Where are you today? I'm at I'm at work where I am every weekday. Uh, <laughs> haven't won the lottery yet, but uh, it would be nice if I would give up. And I guess the singing voice there is Stevie Wonder. Stevie, how are you? I'm good, man. Did you want some wine with that cheese? As you go, I'm still at work. <laughs> Poor baby. No, it's all right. We got a great show coming up for you today. We've got Trevor Hutchison first from Crown. And uh, just to tell us a little bit about what's going on in regards to COVID and, you know, are their centers open and how they're handling things? Because a lot of people are still kind of freaked out about this. We're in the middle of this pandemic and uh, he'll be talking all about that. Afterwards, uh, Brian's going to be talking about the uh, a road test that he's done. Uh, Brian's had a chance to have some time with the new aviator. Right, Brian? Did you like it? Uh, the new Lincoln Aviator, and I, I really enjoyed it because it's it's pretty cool, and we'll we'll talk about that. But uh, I think we're also going to have Sumit Kapoor from uh, Young Steel Sport Lincoln to talk mm-hmm. about the, uh, the what's going on with Lincoln at their end as well. And uh, n- now that you've had your way with the Aviator, does that make you a test pilot? I, I'm, I've been a test pilot since the day I was born, Al. <laughs> All right, great. After that, we're going to be talking to Andy from Lease Busters. You know, we were talking about COVID earlier. There's a lot of people that aren't really working right now. So as a result, they don't need that second or third lease car. Andy's going to be talking all about that. And a little later on, we're going to talk about Rob Hawkins from the uh, Highway 11 Cruisers. A great bunch of guys are having a, a little bit of a party this weekend. You'll be able to check that out. So without further ado, we're going to take a break right now and be right back after the break with Trevor Hutchison from Crown. This is Dave's Corner Garage. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage. Later on in the hour, my review of the 2020 Lincoln Aviator Grand Touring and a conversation with Sumit Kapoor from Young Steel's Ford Lincoln. Al, who have we got in studio? We, we've got Trevor Hutchinson. Well, you know, uh, theoretically, he's in the studio, but we know he's at his place of work, I guess. Trevor Hutchinson, how are you today? Uh, Alan, Brian, doing really good, gentlemen. Really good today. Are you actually at one of your spray locations or at the head office? No, I am. I am at our head office, and uh, things are things are busy up here today. We're doing really well, thanks. Well, that's great. As a result of COVID nineteen, you guys were actually closed for a while, and uh, you've had to make some changes. Um, I don't know. Are all your locations open right now? Yeah, all all of our crown centers have now reopened, both in Canada and the U.S. But you're mm-hmm. absolutely right. We have had to make some pretty significant adjustments, I think, to the way that we we operate, starting with making sure that we can provide a, a safe work environment for our employees, as well as a safe environment for our customers to come in. So one of the things, um, although our crown centers were shut down, our manufacturing facility actually never shut down. 
We were continuing to supply and produce uh, products and materials for all sorts of companies that are considered essential services, as well as we developed a uh, surface cleaner, which is really, for all intents and purposes, a disinfectant product uh, that is now part of our new procedure inside of our crown center. So if you come in, you're going to see the uh, plastic barricades that are up and the, the, the separation systems, but also now you'll have a disinfectant that's applied to all of the hard surfaces of your vehicle that our employees may touch uh, to make sure that uh, customers' vehicles are well protected. Now, normally, did people just roll in when they needed an application or did they make an appointment? Yeah. And is that the way we're doing it these days? So that's a really good question, Alan. For our customers, generally, they work on an appointment basis. We do get some walk-ins, maybe 10 to 15 percent. Mm-hmm. But right now, with with COVID and what's going on, uh, it's virtually essential that we are down to appointments only because of the preparation that has to go on, and also trying to limit the amount of of customers that are within our center. Uh, so sometimes, you know, we would get families that come in. Uh, we run into two issues: one, some of our centers in our waiting room don't have the space. The other part of it is, is we're trying to space customers out so they also feel comfortable coming into uh, our centers. Well, I imagine the whole families would show up when you're given to do those Disney giveaways, eh? <laughs> That's right. When we're doing that or having donut or pizza day, yes, uh, we, we tend to get a few more people in the shop. Uh, but quickly, I want to thank you because you have offered to give a, a free application to uh, anybody who goes to the Dave's Corner Garage page, says like on the page. Um and uh, did I say Facebook? Anyways, Facebook, Dave's Corner Garage, go there, say like, and you can win a chance to get a free application, which is a great product. You know, um, I had a vehicle in the other day I was doing a safety on, Trevor, and it wasn't terribly old, I didn't think, and certainly from the outside it looked good. In fact, I've got my notes here. It was a 2013 Equinox. But when I opened up the driver's door, I couldn't help but notice a whole lot of rust at the bottom edge of the door. And in fact, I checked the other doors and I saw it was there too. And of course, being the car that was was white in color, the rust really showed. Now, later on when we were doing our inspection, I happened to open up the hood and sure enough, I saw one of them little black boxes, you know, it's the size of an old cigarette pack with a red light on it flashing off and on that I knew was one of these, let me call it bogus, you know, rust protection device. Um, I was so shocked because I went... <laughs> I don't know. Is it just this one that's not working or do none of these work? How much experience have you had with these, Trevor? So sadly, we've had a lot of experience uh, with customers coming in that have purchased, uh, you know, an electronic box from a new car or a used car dealership. Mm -hmm. And they've spent, you know, upwards of a thousand dollars in some cases. And I guess the light on it works uh, because, as you mentioned, (laughs) you saw the flashing red light. Yes, but the, the the challenge with this is is and why you see the rust in the area that you saw it is it's along where there'd be spot welds and that and and this mm-hmm. is something that we have seen uh, hundreds of times and, and you know I we often reference people to go to uh, mechanical professionals to some of the consumer groups because these items although they've been around for a long time have also had a very checkered history. Uh, as to whether they're actually legitimate or not, 
whether they actually do what they claim to do, and, and whether the companies that are distributing them with the claims they're making, whether they're actually fraudulent or not. Oh, really? You mean they, they promise the world and then hardly deliver is what you're saying? Well, that's exactly it. And, and the challenge is when they're purchased, say, from a, a new car dealer or a used car dealer, the new car dealer or used car dealer isn't the one that carries the warranty on it. It's usually a third-party company. So the problem is if a consumer has an issue with it, they can't go back to the dealership to claim on the warranty. They have to go find this company now that actually provided it. And in many cases, uh, consumers have kind of been left holding the bag. Brian, you test a lot of cars. You must have seen uh, one of these on one of the cars that you've driven, yes? Uh, no, I, I mean, I, I generally don't drive older cars. But what I what I do remember, and, and uh, when these I think first came out on the market decades ago. I remember my father taking the time to take me aside and said, look, these things just, it's not going to work. He was, he worked for um, a big car company and, and he's like, this is some kind of scam. I would never put one of these on one of our cars ever. And that always stuck with me because I think he, he, you know, I was a little kid at the time, but I think he understood the science. Right. And they use what we call BS science, I think. Yes. Yes, exactly. (laughs) It sounds legit, doesn't it? They're using big words. All right, before we run here, sorry, before we run, um, maybe you could tell us what kind of summer promotions you got going on right now. Yeah, so we're really trying. One of the things that we've experienced is trying to get consumers back in to get their warranties updated to uh, help people ahead of the fall. And so we're we're actually booked up uh, in many of our centers uh, quite a few days to a few weeks. Uh, but we also recognize that people have gone through a difficult time. And so we're running some summer promotions that we haven't run in the past. And right now we've got ones going that are worth 70 to $80 in added value where we're providing uh, a fast wax application, tire shine. Uh, we're offering a free crown product to everyone that comes in, uh, as well as, as uh, a significant discount of up to $20. Uh, for both new and existing customers. So for details on it, uh, your listeners can go to our website or contact your local Crown dealer. I know Dave would like to go when you had donuts. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Anytime <laughs> Dave would come to our shop, I would make sure we have a donut for him. <laughs> All right, Trevor Hudson, thanks for joining us today. Have yourself a great weekend and keep up the good work, eh? Thanks very much, Alan. And oh, quickly, quickly. Weekend, and it's K-R-O-W-N dot C-A. You got it. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Thanks gentlemen. Thanks, Trevor. Hey, everyone. As you know, we're not in the studio to take your calls, so send through your questions you might have by email to DaveRenninger at Rogers.com or to Al. Al really likes email. Alan, at A-L-A-N, at GlennAllenMotors.com. Or you can reach me anywhere on the Internet, Brian Max, and it's spelled N-A-K-S-E. After the break, Brian, what's going on? We are taking listener emails, and I can't wait. All right, let's see if you can stump us. This is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage. Later on in the hour, we talk to Rob Hawkins from Highway 11 Cruisers about a great car rally this weekend. And you got some questions. You're going to try to stump us, are you, Brian? Well, you know, we've got some emails this week, Mm -hmm. and uh, you're... You know, you're the mechanic, Alan. I mean, as much as I've raced cars over the years, I don't work on cars. You're the expert, which is why you work on my cars, right? So are you ready for these questions? Sure. Let's give it a try. All right. First one. 
I have a two-year-old car with only 24,000 kilometers on it. Because of COVID-19, I've been working from home rather than driving to the office daily. Since we're a two-car family, we decided to park my car and take off the insurance to save money. But recently, I was called back full-time, and I went to start my car. The battery appeared to be dead, so I called CAA. Good thing. They came to the house, boosted the battery, and told me not to shut off the car. I then took the car to my local auto shop to be checked out, but the battery, with the battery being dead, uh, and the brakes sounded awful. There was a bad grinding sound every time I applied the brakes. And to make a long story short, I was told the battery only needed charging, but the brakes all needed replacing due to rust, and the cost was over $1,000. Question, is the price reasonable, and why is it that I need all of this work at so little mileage? Should brakes not last more than a couple of years? And and this is a question for me, Al. Years ago, weren't brake rotors machined? And really, do you guys do that anymore? All right, let's start at the top. You yeah. know, as a result of COVID, of course, a lot of people have been parking their cars for an extended period of time. And people don't realize that cars aren't meant to be parked, especially outside where it can rain, it can be damp, and things start to rust and seize up. And this is what's happened. Uh, in a normal situation, you know, maybe you'd let your car sit over a weekend and you'd be driving it again, so you'd never notice it. But when you let a car sit for three or four weeks or more, number one, battery goes dead. Uh, because of parasitic draw, and number two, the brake rotors, and you know now we have rotor, we have disc brakes front and back, so we've got exposed rotors front and back that are going to rust, and because of the rust, uh, they get deep pockets in in the uh, in the actual disc surface, which brings me to the I guess the last question, which was you said Brian, you know you asked me about machining, well. We don't really machine a lot anymore because the cost of rotors has come down substantially. Um, and besides the fact that they're made thinner so that you can, you know, the car will get better uh, fuel economy because it weighs less. So when you have deep pockets in the rotors, you, you, you can't machine them out. Um, all you're doing is taking off too much material. And then down the road, they're going to warp prematurely because they can't handle the heat. Remember, Brian, when, when you were doing those race laps and you got those brakes stinking blue hot? Oh, oh, absolutely. And I mean, sometimes I'd come in from from a race session or qualifying or whatever it is with brakes on fire. Right, exactly. And they would work. So machining rotors just doesn't work anymore. It's not worth it. Um, You're going to pay extra labor, but uh, it doesn't it doesn't make any sense at all. And um, so, again, don't leave it parked for that length of time. And that's why they've, they've gone prematurely. I mean, you know, Brian, we've had. I remember when I was uh, just the uh, an apprentice at the car dealership, and we were doing pre-delivery inspections on cars. You know, we'd have to get them ready for the the first service. And a lot of times, a car's been sitting on the lot. You know, it got off the boat and, and and got brought to you by car transporter, and it maybe sat on the lot for for weeks at a time. I'm sure you felt the same thing, where all of a sudden you get in a test car and the brakes are horrible. Oh yeah, it it happens it happens frequently because. That, you know, some of the cars that I that I do test have been sitting for weeks, and especially you know now in the middle of this pandemic, some of the test cars have been sitting for months, and there's certainly no there's no pre-delivery inspection, and it's kind of it's it's shocking to see how bad the brakes actually can be after a vehicle has been sitting for a while. Yeah, and e- even on a good day, what's going to happen is the rust that's there. Maybe it's just thin surface rust, but it's going to embed itself into the pad. So you may not have anything bad experience initially, but as you go down the road, 
you're going to find that the brakes squeal too much because now you've got this excess of metal in the actual brake pad. All right, I think I got the uh, – we answered most of that one. you have something question. else? Question. I got a question for you. Yeah, go ahead. Somebody just wrote this in on an email. They said, all right, if I keep my car stationary and I don't start – I don't drive it for a while, is it still okay just to start it up and not drive it? Will that help the battery? Well, it would certainly help the battery, but you'd have to let it run for an ex- you know an extended period of time. Uh, if you just reach in, turn the car until it starts, then shut it off again. In fact, you're making it worse. You're not trying to Im- improve it at all. So I, I would suggest leaving the insurance on. Um, as a matter of fact, we have a great uh, great sponsor with CAA, and they've got uh, a system where you just pay for the insurance you use. I guess it's called MyPace, I think. And yeah. uh, that way, you know, if you're not using the car a lot, you're, you're paying way less. But no, Steve, um, you've got to actually take it out for a drive for about 15, 20 minutes to make any difference at all. And besides, <laughs> besides, you do want the brakes to get – there's other moving parts in the car that are all going to seize up from lack of use. All to, right. be honest, to be honest, it wasn't an email. My wife was just asking me the question because she doesn't want to drive the car. And now you can sound like an expert. Yes, thank you. <laughs> and now, thank you. now you know, Steve. Okay, Brian, over to you. Yeah, we've got another question from Francis and Bolton. And this, this, I think, Al, you and I have an answer here, probably different answers. Question, do all-wheel drive vehicles typically require more labor for standard maintenance due to having extra parts? I'm considering a Honda CRV as a compromise between spaciousness and fuel consumption. But the complication of extra systems like the all-wheel drive has me concerned. I do live out of town, and sometimes the highway snow crews are late in getting to our concession road, which does make me a little nervous. What do you suggest? Well, I suggest that, um, you know, are there extra parts involved? Yes. But I have found that a lot of them, specifically Japanese imports, the parts are made so well. Like, for example, the all-wheel drive system on a Honda, I've never, never, never seen a problem with it. Um, have I seen the odd drive shaft go? Yes. But but it, it, it's not really complicated. It's not terribly expensive. Um, so I, I like the systems. I, I think people should get them, especially, you know, if your roads are uh, not plowed, you, you, you see issues that way. Um, I would get an all-wheel drive. Brian, what, what did you have to add? Yeah, well, that that is one consideration, and I like the CRV. It's it's one of the one of the small crossovers that I do recommend to people, and mm. people buy them for that extra ground clearance and for the traction of all wheel drive. But you can't forget about putting good tires on your crossover or car in the winter. It's so important to have good winter tires on there for that extra amount of winter traction. And you know, for me, that's always that's always mandatory. But as far as you know, a crossover versus a car, especially if I think, you know, I grew up in the country. If you live in the country, you're, you kind of want that extra ground clearance for the winter or whatever else you drive over, but you can't forget about those, those winter tires. All right. What's coming up after the break, Brian? After the break, we have Andy from Lease Busters. Al and I will be right back after this short break. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage Canada's number one consumer automotive radio show. Stay with us. Okay, boys and girls, welcome back. This is Dave's Corner Garage, and before the hour is out, we're going to announce the winner of the CAA Plus membership. Well, we talked about new cars, we talked about some problems with brakes, but now we've got things about leasing. We're going to hand it over to Al. Over to you, buddy. We've got with us Andy Capitacacos of LeaseBusters.com. Uh, it's a great site for anybody who's looking to pick up a car from a lease or get rid of the car that they've been leasing. 
How you doing, Andy? Great, gentlemen. How are you? Thank you for inviting me to the show. You're all welcome anytime. Um, maybe you can explain to people that, you know, because I've had people through here, through here, the shop, and they go, I think I'm just going to give it back. Uh, not so easy, eh? No, no, you, you have to. You're still obligated to your contract. I mean, even with payment deferrals that some companies are offering. But the easiest and the least expensive way to get out of your lease is to use lease busters to find a new client to take over your existing liability. And uh, are people fussy in terms of what's left on a lease? I mean, do you find people want just the shorter term or, you know, does somebody have a chance of offing his car maybe that he's only had for six months? Um, we're finding that our short-term leases are so popular right now, especially mm -hmm. when the um, co with this COVID pandemic, what's happening is a lot of people do not want to use uh, public transit as much anymore. Okay. And uh, a lot of commuters are taking over short-term leases or anything anywhere between 18 to 24 months on our website is so popular right now. So uh, this may have been people that really never had a car before, you're saying? Some of them could be like that, yeah, that were just using public transit, but now they just they don't want to go through that and be at risk, so they want to drive their own vehicle. Now, when they're doing a lease takeover like that, let's say, for example, they like that car. Um, is there always the provision to, to buy it out or not necessarily? If that has been a good car for them and they've enjoyed that car in their lease, yeah, they have the first right of refusal to pick up that vehicle from uh, the manufacturer afterwards, yes. And sometimes it's fantastic deals, especially near the end of their terms. Brian? Andy, uh, are, you, are you helping your customers interact? I mean, you know, some, someone who's looking to take over a lease will probably want to see the car and check it out. So are you providing them with any recommendations on, on how someone who's getting out of a lease can, you know, show the car to someone who, who wants to take over that lease? Yes, uh, actually, we are. We uh, first of all, we, we ask that the the clients do a greet and meet at the dealerships right now. That they are open again. Um, that there is no test drives given until the new client is actually approved by the uh, OEM. And second of all, they can also do a quick uh, video of their car to send it to the new potential client uh, that is interested in taking it over without anyone doing any test drives or using anybody's vehicle at any time. Uh, that, that is fantastic. As a, as a Lease Busters customer myself, so I, I happened to get rid of a lease um, a couple of years ago, and the process was exceptionally smooth. So how are, um, how are customers now finding it today, you know, dealing with the fact that there's, you know, no meetings and, or, or, you know, you're not really going to meet people. Are they, uh, are they adopting to this, this new style of, of uh, lease takeovers? They are, they are. And uh, actually it's, it's going very smooth in the sense of too, that people are doing a lot of the legwork up front uh, via email or over the phone. So they they don't have to go in and be exposed to anybody else. Um, also using the dealer to use as a crutch for them to do a safety for their vehicle, perhaps, to make sure that everything is okay. So the, it is working out pretty well, and the process is getting streamlined as we're moving forward every month now with different requirements. Well, I'm glad that people are, in fact, still doing that because, uh, again, you know, because it's a lease takeover rather than a purchase – 
you know, safeties aren't part of it. And, uh, you know, if you're going to be assuming someone's lease and the responsibility for that vehicle, you kind of want to make sure that it's in pretty reliable shape. Exactly. Especially now that, you know what, people are a little bit weary of, you know, maybe mm -hmm. going meeting somebody somewhere that we always recommend that at the dealer level now. Sure. And then you got guys like Brian who beat the crap out of a car. <laughs> Who'd want oh. to take over his? My God. That's, that's not true, Al. I, I, I beat the crap out of race cars, not road cars. And did you see any particular brands right now that are, uh, that are moving more than other ones? Uh, honestly, guys, I see a couple of different uh, makes and models and brands. I see the Fords, the F-150s are just incredibly popular right now. And wow. on the flip side to that, I see the Jeep Grand Cherokee, uh, incredibly popular right now with phenomenal leases. Uh, we have a few dealers that are putting those out right now uh, within our website as well. Well, I guess it's like Samit Kapoor was talking earlier that, you know, because the manufacturers have been down, uh, you know, not producing cars and people needing cars, they got to find them somewhere. That is correct. That You know, that is an issue that is going to come up and dealers are trying to sell more new cars now and lease them specifically so they can buy the trade-ins that are coming in from those people. Eh? That's what's mm -hmm. happening now a lot out there. Um, and we fall in perfectly into that because dealers are using us, too, on the website to uh, move some of their new car inventory. All right. Quickly, if, if you want to just explain to people, you know, I need out of my lease. How do I go about doing it? Contact leasebusters.com. We have a free evaluation for your lease. We have people waiting online and on the phones. 888 you can contact us or you can go on our chat line right on our homepage and you can see exactly what we have on inventory or how to get out of your lease. Okay, we'll talk to you soon. Bye, gents. Okay, this is Dave's Corner Garage. We'll be right back. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage. Later on in the hour, we talked to Rob Hawkins from Highway 11 Cruisers about a great car rally this weekend. Al, so I guess this is, uh, this is my segment with a new car review. I recently drove the 2020 Lincoln Aviator Grand Touring. Have you seen one of these things? Well, I did since I watched your YouTube video. <laughs> and, All and right. You look very handsome, I must say. <laughs> Thank you. That was before I broke my arm and I'm not. Oh, 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 oh yes. Yeah. Well, that's true. And your plaster cast was in the video as well. I hope the car lived up to its expectations and you didn't have to muscle it too hard. How did you like it? You know what I I the thing about modern Lincolns is that they are they know what they are. You know there's a lot of you know European SUVs that pretend to be sports cars or they pretend to be coupes and that sort of thing but mm -hmm. the the Aviator knows that it's a big luxury American SUV and not only that the interior is very much American it's you know the dashes wide horizontal lines and you know there's machined aluminum across the dash and the the seats look like modern American design chairs and they're and on top of that I, mean, I never talk about chairs or seats in cars too much unless they're they're bad but in this case not only do they look gorgeous but they're very comfortable and supportive and, and do all the right things. But as far as the driving experience goes, the Aviator Grand Touring is actually a plug-in hybrid. So it's got a twin turbo 
V6 as the base power plant. But then it's got a 75 kilowatt a 75 kilowatt electric motor attached to it and a small battery that goes under the right rear passenger seat. So you can, you can, you, they say you can do, I don't know, 20 miles or something on the battery power. And I tried to use it as much as I could, but I would run out of electric juice in maybe 20 kilometers. But still, it's kind of fun to, you know, drive around this five or 6,000 pound SUV in the city purely in silence. And that was that was really cool. But what I love about it, because Al, you know, I like going fast with mm-hmm. the twin turbo V6 and the electric motor combined, it makes 494 horsepower, almost 500 horsepower. You lighten and, up them tires for sure. Oh, yeah. And the torque is even better. 630 pound speed of torque from very low RPM. So if you wanted to take your big American luxury SUV and win some stoplight races, you actually could. <laughs> so overall, you liked it. And uh, again, being a hybrid, I guess it, it got you a little bit better fuel economy than you would out of, you know, just a big twin turbo engine. So that was did, Were you able to tell how much mileage you got? Yeah. So, um, I, you know, having reviewed hundreds and hundreds of cars at this point, what I would have expected in the way that I drove it, I would have expected you know, maybe uh, if I was lucky, 12 miles per gallon, mm-hmm. and I was getting about 18 miles per gallon with the hybrid the way I drove it. So I was able to charge it a couple of times because it is a plug-in hybrid. It's not just mm-hmm. a, 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 tra- a traditional hybrid. So I was able to plug it in a couple of times and get some, some free electricity here and there. And of course, it does have a regenerative mode. So when you're driving on the highway, you can actually ask the aviator to charge itself. And it'll it'll do that. So I did that on a couple of highway drives. So there was a lot of extra energy captured during the the drive. And and I'd say, you know, realistically, you're looking in the real world about 40 to 50 percent better fuel mileage in the city. That's great. You know, speaking of asking questions, uh, we're going to stop for a second and get Sumit Kapoor on the phone. He's from one of our sponsors, Young Steel's Ford Lincoln. Sumit, how are you today? I'm good, sir. How are you guys doing? Well, just before we went green, man, you said you just sold minutes ago an aviator. So that means you've only got 19 left. Is that right? Uh, no, I still have like 21, 22. They're, they're different units. Uh-huh. All right, Brian, then, you want to take it from there? Yeah, Sumit, so there are there are a bunch of different trims. And, and what we've been talking about is, is the vehicle that I tested, the aviator that I tested, was the Grand Touring model. And... As tested, I of course calculated the the price. It was ninety five thousand dollars Canadian. So where do the where does the aviator actually start? The aviators begin at a level of seventy seven thousand dollars, which is base two hundred A. Goes up to a level of eighty three thousand dollars for a two or two A. If you add the dynamic handling, it goes to a level of eighty six, which is only on the gas model. If you add uh, the hybrid engine, which is the three liter twin turbo electric motor, then it goes up to ninety five and change. And my my test aviator had you know essentially every option. So it had the the sophisticated suspension. It had the um, the adaptive cruise and the lane keep assist, which I really enjoyed on the highway. But that that suspension is something I I should mention. It's a, it's kind of like a reactive thing, and it uses the cameras just to you know look at the road ahead and see if there are any imperfections, potholes, or whatever, then allows the suspension to react when the tire hits that impact. What, what do you think about that, Samit? 
there's a tiny camera placed right in right at the back of your rear view mirror which is very difficult to notice but that camera constantly scans the road ahead of you if it knows notices you know any bump or any pothole or any speed breaker the the suspension will adjust itself and prepare itself for that impact as soon as you impact that specific pothole the suspension will adjust and you will feel you know very less impact as you go through it and it's it's amazing you're walking towards the car the car senses that you're walking towards it and the car will basically greet you the suspension will lower down itself it makes it easy for you to get in the, in the car yeah i amazing. i love that so yeah anytime i you know you have the key in your pocket you don't even need to take the key out you walk up to the aviator and the light softly come up all over the car and it lowers so that it's easy to get into for short guys like me it, it was very helpful and i love that about like what do they call it do they call it the embrace is that it Yes yes that's uh, basically a Lincoln welcome mat uh, there's a tiny light uh, close to the door handle when you approach the car there's a welcome mat that shows a Lincoln logo on the floor wow now um now Lincoln has other SUVs correct yes which is They're smaller and audience. bigger the, yes. the Corsair is smaller now size wise how would you compare it to something else on the road uh this compares to Ford Explorers Uh -huh. and then again it's it's uh, it's a solution for uh, somebody looking anything smaller than a navigator because navigator is too big for some people and mm -hmm. it's difficult to drive a car like navigator downtown so it's it's a mid-size six seats or seven seat solution for somebody who's looking for a family car so the question quickly let's say i have a big family the navigator what's what it's the largest vehicle how many seats does it come in how many big how, how many what's the largest capacity you can get eight seats you can have eight full size seats in a lincoln navigator all right super and you got lots of these vehicles on um you know on the lot and people can uh, call you up uh, arrange you still have to arrange a, a test drive is that correct yes okay so not just showing up at the dealership uh, because of covid correct no they can they can book an appointment the only uh, requirement is they they have to wear a mask before they mm -hmm. come Right. And then of of course we are allowed to do test drives with the clients we are still doing test drives on all the vehicles right. that's fine All right super and how do we get in touch with you you up at Young Steels Just go to the website give us a call phone number is 9058897343 or just go on the website ysfl.ca So Young Steels Ford Lincoln they're actually separate locations are they not or are they just I know they're right beside each other No we only have one location which is 7120 Young Street. All right perfect. Samit thank you very much for joining us today. Yes sir. And uh get out there and sell some cars. I'm sure it's going to happen. Um <laughs> This is Dave's Corner Garage, Brian. Thanks Al. You and I are going to be right back after the short break. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage, Canada's number one consumer automotive radio show. Stay with us. You're listening to Dave's Corner Garage and before we forget you must visit Dave's Corner Garage on Facebook because Crown is giving away one of their applications. All you have to do is like the page and if you like the page already you're going to be included in the draw. There's one chance to win so get over to Facebook and visit Dave's Corner Garage. Yeah, that way your car will last longer if you get it sprayed. Speaking of lasting longer, we've got someone on the phone with us. We've got Rob Hawkins from Highway 11 Cruisers. 
What you want to see is an old car with no rust on it, right? Well, yes, but you can see the barn finds and the out there they have the um, the resto mods. Lots of stuff has rust in there these days. It's becoming more and more common to see classic cars with rust with the rack. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, but there's some people that want them pristine. They want them to look just like new. And uh, if you're going to have to be sanding on that body, you, you don't want holes in it. Little surface rust isn't too bad. Uh, Rob, you guys are doing a car rally this weekend. Tell us about it. Yep. So as we discussed last week, the Highway 11 Cruisers, along with the Pace Law Firm's Fallen Rider Support Team, are putting on a road rally this Sunday. It starts at 9 and goes until 4. $20 to register. All that money goes directly to Big Brothers Big Sisters of York. You can register by going to our website, which is highway11cruisers.com. There's a big button that says register for road rally. Just click that. And it'll take care of you. There's over 257 spots and tasks that you can reach. The coverage area does reach from Richmond Hill all the way up to Barrie, uh, Bolton to Uxbridge, and everywhere in between. But if you're from outside the area, there's no official start point. So to keep social distancing going, we will email you all the instructions. You'll get the task list and you go out and do the event. So you don't have to be – you can be from Milton. You can be from anywhere in the GTA to participate. And you can drive any type of vehicle you want. So, uh, you know, mom's grocery grader will work. Minivans, motorcycles, anything you got, even a classic car or even a new car for the whole family in the minivan are welcome. You need four wheels, not two. Oh, you can even, we do have a couple of teams that are motorcycles where there's two or three people teamed up and they're going to be on bikes and going together. Brian, sounds like fun, eh? Oh, that, that well, that's that's almost my jam. Uh, but of course, we can't speed on public roads now, can we? So I, I might have to avoid this. Rob, what what kind of uh, what kind of cars are you anticipating for the rally? So a bit of everything. I know a couple of our members are going to be out there with their old Mustangs and old pickup trucks and stuff like that. But also, I know people are out there with their brand new uh, vehicles. So there's a whole bunch of uh, things out there for you. There's nothing really set in stone. Now, normally, do the police turn their turn their cheek uh, when they see these guys coming, or are they uh, pretty tough on you guys? Well, with the older cars, they, as long as we're we, as long as we're participating properly and acting properly, we're doing a lot of cruises these days. Cruises these days, and they are letting us be. We did an event where they actually participated. We had 350 cruise uh, vehicles go past South Lake Hospital, mm-hmm. and they were they actually did traffic control for us. So we've been pretty lucky for leaving us alone. That's great. So the money goes to Big Brothers and Big Sisters of York Region, correct? Yeah, that's where the, the donations for this event are going. We uh, encourage everybody to participate. I just wanted to maybe give a shout out. We have a couple. We said for everybody that listens today to the show, we give a secret hint. So one of the po- events was got seventy five hundred points. Will be located at the corner of Harry Walker and Davis Drive in Newmarket. And so when you're going through their task sheet for the listeners that are participating, it is at Harry Walker and Davis Drive is the uh, large point value item for you to find. And we also all the New Roads Automotive Group dealerships are participating as well. And also, if you know the area like I do, that area is sort of close to a Tim Hortons. So if you get thirsty for a coffee, you're, you're not far, right? There's like four or five Tim Hortons within a half a kilometer <laughs> of that address. Yeah, good planning up there. It's terrific. <laughs> oh, nuts. Mm. <laughs> all right. So it's this Sunday, rain or shine. It starts at 9 a.m., goes till 4 people want more information how do they get it highway11cruisers.com just log on there and there's a big button that says register for the road rally click that it'll take you where you need to know we try we're going to try and cut off registration at sometime saturday night but we'll even if they register early in the morning on sunday they'll get the instructions to participate that's great how many people do you normally get participating in these so the road rally is the first thing we've done we've got over 60 teams already registered for the event 
when we do oh. our when we do our cruise nights, we have about three or four hundred people show up to them. So we can't do those, but we are working on a uh, special barbecue that will be uh, be within the limits of stage three, so we can have a hundred people of that. All right, Rob Hawkins, thank you very much. All the best to you and uh, the rest of your Highway 11 cruisers. We appreciate it. Have a Thanks, great uh, have a great scavenger hunt and rally. We'll talk to you thank soon. Bye bye. Welcome back. we got to wrap it up pretty quick. Only a couple minutes left. I want to tip my hat quickly today for the great way that Kevin McGuire and his staff up at Don Valley North Hyundai took care of my customer, Eleanor, who's a sweet old lady. She had a 14 Elantra. The motor puked. Um, yeah, it died. And uh, she had very little mileage on the car, out of warranty otherwise. But I got to say, they stepped up to the plate. They are really good. Don Valley North, they're on Woodbine Avenue, just north of Steeles. So check them out if you look. So if you need some service or you're looking to buy a new Hyundai, Brian. Well, that's always great to hear, Al. I mean, we always hear those horror stories, but that's that's really great to hear. We definitely have to thank our friend Trevor Hutchison from Crown, and don't forget to visit Next Corner Garage on Facebook for your chance to win a Crown application. As well, Andy from Lease Busters, Samit Kapoor from Young Steel's Ford Lincoln, and Rob Hawkins from Highway 11 Cruisers. Yes, and we have to thank our studio audience, Steve. Are you still there? Yes, I am. I'm just keeping track here of, of everybody. They've done a very good job. All applause, right. applause, applause. And, <laughs> there you uh, go. And special thanks to uh, to Joel, who uh, produces the show offline, and we can't see anybody, but we know that we have a craft beer waiting for us sometime after the show. So thanks, everybody, <laughs> for listening. Uh, I'll let you guys say goodbye. Brian, uh, how do they find you? It's uh, I'm easy to find everywhere on the Internet. It's Brian Max, M-A-K-S-E, and I am famous on the internet unlike the real world <laughs> and if you need your car fixed give me a call up at Glen Ellen Motors I'm here all the time ready able and, and if you've got a question that can't wait for an email by all means give me a call 416-665-6230 and uh, Dave will be back next week and uh, we want to wish everybody a great weekend and uh, enjoy we will see you next time drive safe everyone bye bye who cares about the clouds and we're together just sing a song Bring the sunny weather, happy trails to you, till we meet again, happy trails to you. This has been an exclusive podcast of Dave's Corner Garage, heard every Saturday morning from 10 to 11 on Zoomer Radio, the new AM 740.